0: The Barefoot Punter, because statistics are the best. The Barefoot Punter, because you don't need footwear to bet. And welcome back to The Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from The Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you some betting advice on the 2019 AFL season. And it's a good evening, and welcome to the program,
1: to The Logical One thanks mug the old barefoot punter jingle it polarizes some people had a bit of feedback there some love it some don't is that right yeah. what, what what was give me a some give me a bit of that feedback some what think it's it? something else that think a bit tacky, tacky others think it makes the program
0: one thing i know is that uh, if you ever play it to anyone close in the vicinity for the next little while they're going so it is quite catchy it is it's catchy it's quite catchy
1: how are you mate great it is like Christmas for punters, Isn't it? Christmas for AFL punters. Anyhow, this week you've got uh, preliminary finals and then you've got the Brownlow. And the Brownlow, as you know well know, it's been one of my favourite betting events for many a year. It's a great event. It's one of the only events in the world where you can bet on events that have already occurred and, and and you're sort of trying to guess what the umpires have assessed. And I think that's that's one of the keys to the Brownlow punting is not only thinking what you think's best, who's best on ground but trying to guess what the umpires or what the umpires will do based on how the players have performed it's a real unique event so. yeah ab- absolutely and uh,
0: it is hard to contain your excitement I mean what are we on now Tuesday we're doing a special Brownlow uh, podcast tonight but I tell you what when you get to work on that Brownlow Monday gee she's hard to concentrate <laughs> it's uh, such an exciting you, day the
1: brain nearly explodes you got oh. that many, you've got that many spreadsheets open and you and by the time the count comes you've, you've got that many bets on and you and it's it's over the years it's got even the offering has got Greater and greater. So you come to Brownlow night.
0: You, you, Fried. Don't know, you
1: don't hey. know what you, I think what, I, what
0: you need. Or I amazing. think I spent uh, all uh, the Sunday before Brownlow last year, literally from 9 o'clock in the morning to about 10 o'clock at night, just sat in front of my laptop looking through the different apps and whatever. So we're excited about it, Logical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great show and uh, looking forward to giving some, uh, hopefully some good tip-ups uh, for the listeners. Um, but we just had a, a really um, good weekend of footy. Um, we were both there on the Friday night to... Uh, take a look at West Coast and Geelong. Um, what did you make of the game, and, and how do you feel about
1: the the Cats now in their movement forward? Uh, West Coast weren't that impressive, and Geelong actually started the game well, which was key for them. Yep. Uh, I, I like the signs of Selwood playing better, and they, you know, they had a, a couple of other positive signs. That, that interestingly, they played Blitzars on the wing again. They didn't send him back. Still, they've got some issues this week uh, around who they play in the middle because it looks like Danger's probably going to have to go forward. So we'll discuss a bit that more bit, yeah. bit later. But, they've, but they've, they've got some positive signs, but they've, they've still definitely got some deficiencies. Yeah, okay. And um,
0: while we're talking about those games, Logically, we might discuss some bad beats. Did you see
1: anything there uh, over the games over the weekend? Yeah, well, I think you, if you're back at Brisbane, you have to be considering yourself a little bit unlucky. They played really well. They got the double goal early against them. They went well down. They fought back twice. They got in front. They were peppering, peppering inside 50. They were a little bit stupid going forward, though, in that regard. But, you know, they're still to give away a goal late. If you'd back them, you'd be, you'd be feeling pretty hard done by. Witherton, really poor effort late in the you game. You weren't happy with that, were you? No, and I've watched it several times. And <laughs> he's just, it doesn't, it's not a good look. Okay. And in the uh,
0: interest of... Um... Uh, clarity, I suppose, and, uh, and and being true to
1: our word, how did you go in your bets last year? Betting review, logically, how did you go? Yeah, so I put up West Coast to win the game against Geelong, so that was a loser, and then the other one I just put up was Collingwood for the outright, which is still... Yet to play. Yeah, yeah yet like to yeah. play. I see they actually have shortened um, since last weekend, and... That's pretty interesting for me. I can't really see why they should have shortened. Would have that been on the back of the Toby Green stuff? Would that's they, the yeah. I was about to say. That's probably the only reason I could see them shortening. And
0: logical, we're actually six forty-seven. don't we even just mention the uh, the word or the uh, the name Toby Green, I might just have a quick flick to uh, Twitter now and just see if I can see anything. Uh,
1: see if I can see anything there. But but you know, like I don't see that the the side they've put out um, is going to be that much drastically that Collingwood should have should have shortened, like Brisbane. Maybe, probably Brisbane was slightly higher rated, but on last week's odds, it didn't really suggest so. So, an interesting one. Okay. And uh, for me,
0: on my betting review, I wasn't putting anything up on the podcast last week, but we did get a bit of uh, price movement um, on Saturday afternoon. And I think... Um, I jumped in on the 173 on Brisbane head to head, uh, did get out to 175. I think that would have been about the biggest price that I saw out there at one point. But, um, yeah, so I was, I was on Brisbane head to head and, uh, you know, I put it out on Twitter as well. It's sort of a bit of a funny, um, funny situation. Felt like Brisbane probably should have won, but, um, Gee, they had the help of the umpires as well and yeah. So they still couldn't win with the help of the umpires So I don't know, you sort of go, well, geez Was I stiff or wasn't I? I don't, I'm, I'm not too sure But yeah. one well, thing I do know-, you know
1: The other thing was, when I backed um, Brisbane earlier the week Which the price had moved Toby Green probably shouldn't have played last week And yep. some punters could feel a bit aggrieved to that But
0: And uh, and we haven't quite got that yeah, information we'll, 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 we'll update the listeners as yeah. we go through but um, well you got to understand we're not we're not live here no so well that's I'm true <laughs> that's true as well <laughs> that's true but we'll talk about it as a point of interest um, so um, so we'll do our games first we'll have a, a chat about these pre- big prelim, uh, prelim finals coming up and uh, and then we'll roll into some a Brownlow preview and we're just going to go through uh, all of the different clubs bets and uh, and then try and, try and suggest some different things for you so are you looking forward to it logically and we're ready to do some games. Sure am. Let's do it. And it's Friday night, and we've got the big clash between the Tigers and the Cats. The Tigers, very short here, Logical. $1.35, and the Cats are $3.20, making the Tigers here an 18.5 point favorite. And these odds coming to you courtesy of Bet Easier this evening. But Logical, um, maybe some team stuff and your perspective on how you see this one.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot in the teams. Um, Richmond look like they're going to go in unchanged, um, and um, the Cats will lose Hawkins, which we know about. Mm. Um, how they, what they do around him is going to be the interesting dynamic. There's even chat that my good friend Donuts Rowan could come back into the side after getting three possessions and pulling a hamstring two weeks ago. Well, you you don't you don't uh, you don't get shot like that and then come up. Two weeks later, do you? Logical? Oh, you don't think so. Um, but yeah, so not not a lot of the teams except for Hawk. He's the big. He's the big driver. He probably he's probably three or four points for Geelong. Yep. In the, in the in the handicap, I think the MCG favors Richmond. So probably maybe another three to four. Yeah, another three to four there. Yep. And then obviously Richmond were already hot rated higher than than um, what Geelong were. But how many points higher, logical? Well, yeah. that's that's the interesting. Um, that's that's the i suppose the million dollar question the million dollar question that is the million dollar question i don't think they're 10 points better than the Geelong i think they have been going quite well recently and obviously Geelong have had their ups and downs but i still don't think they're more than 10 points better than the Cats uh, it is going to be wet which i know Geelong i mean Richmond play better in the wet but wet games bring sides closer together bring handicaps closer together as well so on saying all of that uh, You'd think I'm probably going to be on Geelong, but I'm just going to have a pass on this one. Um, I'll make it a little bit lower, but, yeah. but I'm just going not, not not going to have a bet at yeah. this stage. Okay,
0: so you're going away from your uh, logical ways yeah. uh, a well, little bit? Or well,
1: it's not enough. I still think the okay. line's about, with all that, about 16 and a half or so. Yeah, rightio. Okay. Yeah.
0: I, I'm exactly the same. I, I think um, I think that line is too big, yeah. um, and I, I, I know there was some... Uh, some communication from the listeners to say that some people had that felt as though the line should have been 24 and a half and, and so forth. Oh but really? Yeah. But for me, I, I just think that that line looks way too big. I don't think um, Geelong have been a more than, uh, sorry, uh, Richmond have been, um, a 10 point better team than Geelong all year. Yeah. Um, let alone now. And, um, but in saying all of that, it's just one of those ones where I think Richmond are incredibly dangerous, and um, and if they get on a roll, and you know Geelong gets a little bit, you know, gets their head, nose down, you know, gets their um, head down a little bit, then it could, you know, could easily blow out. So, and these games, I mean, they're really two really good sides playing against each other at the end of the season. Um, maybe not as much value in these types of games as perhaps what there is throughout the year.
1: So. Yeah, but the probably counter argument to that is, you know, teams are trying and they're and they're at hundred percent. Sometimes during the year you don't know where a team's at, but at this time of year you know both yeah, these no, sides. They're, yeah, they're bringing their best. So you're, yep. if you like a team, you can be confident that you like them if that yep. makes sense yep. because because they're going to be up. Um, but uh, one thing we haven't put up a bet in the, in the match here but one thing maybe to look for is say uh, depending on how teams are named you might look for danger to kick two or more goals or something like that because if he plays forward there's a good yep. chance he plays forward this week more than he has been for the rest of the season with Tomahawk what, out and um, them needing someone else up forward he played a little bit down forward late in the game last week so there's some signs of that as well um and, and in talking about other markets, Logical, any total stuff
0: in this particular market? Well, that's, it's, if there's a bit of wet? It's expected to be very wet. Uh, yep. For me, it's still a wait and see at this stage. Okay, yep. all right, no worries. All right, well, no betting for the boys there. Maybe uh, some goal stuff there with uh, with Danger, if that takes your fancy. Just while we wait for some Toby Green news, Logical, can you update us on Gary Ayers'
1: medalist? Yeah, Gary Ayers' medalist. It's an interesting one. Um, now that... Uh, We know the final four teams, everyone, we know their percentage chance of playing more games than the others. Richmond's the shortest team this week, so they're most likely to play two games now. And within Richmond, you have a very dominant player in Dusty. He could even be to 35, 40% of their Gary Ayres votes. Um, And he's already on nine votes. So... I was looking at this last so that, week. Because that's known, isn't it? They've already released who's, yes. who's received the yes. votes. So the yeah. leaderboard currently is Cripps out. Green, depends on what happens tonight. Stefan Martin out. Joel Selwood, 10. Uh, big Outsiders this week and not as highly rated. Tim Taranto, he's still in. Shane Edwards, Dusty Martin, 9. And then Shuey, 9. And Dangerfield, 7. Okay. So and then when well, I look at that and then I said, okay, well, Richmond are $1. thirty-five, So like 70% chance to... Play next week Yep And Dusty's making up Such a big percentage Of their, their votes That I think $4.50 was out there um, For Dusty For Dusty Yeah okay uh, That was the best that I saw I thought, think I saw that at three six five. I quite like that uh, So I had to, Yeah I, I'm, I think it's quite a good, good bet so It's it... one of those hard ones To really work out Exactly what the price should be A lot of complexity Goes into it But I think that uh, the four hundred and fifty is too big. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's one. You're putting that up for the listeners. Yes. And on, and on top of that, uh, the other guy that as a bit maybe a bit of saver, I I saw uh, there was twenty one or twenty six out there for Shane Edwards, and he's also on nine, and he's probably I think second pick for Richmond at the moment, or second or third pick. So, yep. so um, two bet strategy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. All
1: right. Good mate. Um. And uh,
0: we had a question from uh, one of the one of the uh, loyal listeners, uh, Logical, and uh, I thought I'd throw this one over to you because I know this is your really your wheelhouse. Uh, from Zav, and he he just tweeted in today, just asking, is there any value in trying to choose a Norm Smith uh, medalist this week as opposed to waiting for next week? And in
1: particular, he was inquiring about Taylor Adams. Yeah, so sometimes there is value. I've had it done this in the past where it is value. The Taylor Adams twenty-one. So I'm not saying it's a terrible bet, but what I what I the way I think about it is Collingwood a three sixty to win the flag, and that's about twenty seven percent. Uh, what percentage chance is Taylor Adams to be Collingwood's best player? And I was saying before, I think he's behind Grundy, Steele, Penderbury, and Trelaw. So I think he comes in about fifth. And I think he'd, it'd have to be about 18% of their votes to be valued at that 21. Yep. Because you multiply that by their flag price, plus a slight chance that he wins it in a losing team. And so 18% chance is odds of what? so honest. what would you give him mods there for it's if it was 450 but, but 450 but, yep. but working out the multiplication is I think is probably in for about 12 or 13 percent of their of Collingwood's yep. best on ground percentages so to me it's not quite value but it's not too it's not too bad it's not the worst yep uh, but I wouldn't be be taking that myself okay so that's Probably not a bet at this point in time for so Zav. No, might, no. well, might as well just well, wait. Or... Zav thinks he's better than that. If he yep. thinks he's like in for 20% of their votes, then of, of Collingwood's votes, um, then it probably does make it a bet. Yep. But okay. I just don't think that, that he is.
0: Th- that's value right. And I think
1: last year when I looked at the Norm Smith book, I think change, things change a lot. But Collingwood being so even, and I think they are still so even, I think the shortest price was $9, You know, like 11% of, a te- of the team's votes. Um, sorry, that was of the matches. But he might have been 22% of, the, um, of their team's votes or around that range. Colin would have very even there, so it's very hard to make a case for it. Okay,
0: so uh, so maybe just to hold on that one till next week to see what happens and yep. then revisit oh, it. Then. I would
1: assume that on Betfair on the day. Like, Probably get him for yeah. 17s, 18s yeah, or something and then like that. Yeah, you haven't know? had to take that fifty risk that he's, that he gets in as well.
0: Yep, okay, good one. And it's the Saturday night prelim, it's the Pies hosting the GWS at the MCG. $1.41 here, the Pies, and GWS $2.90, making the Pies here a minus 15.5 favourite and logical. We haven't got the news quite yet from uh, Toby Green, but we thought we'd better crack on because we've got so much good Brownlow stuff to get into, so we're going to push ahead, But how
1: do you see this one? It's been two hours, mind you, already. (laughs) Yeah, it's really dragging out. It's been that long... Well, two weeks ago, it's a long time in footy that you forget that Dugowie played, so he won't play in this game. He's going to be only playing if they make the grand final. And Greenwood won't play either. GDRS, it depends on whether Green gets off. And there's a small, small chance that Caniglio could come up, which would be huge. I don't think it's likely, Mm. but it's a small, small chance. So if they got Green off and they got Caniglio... Come back, you'd be you'd be very bullish about GRS and I, I already am. I think they're they're going okay. They won away against Brisbane. I think they can play better. There's some good signs around. Like they obviously their backline's holding up very well. Um, the pies I don't feel like are playing that well. I know this is at the MCG and probably 90,000 people, which is going to have you know a strong effect on the influence of the umpires. Collingwood were smashed by GDRS when they played recently, so that's, that's what's yeah, a positive for, for GDRS. Um, and the other downside for GDRS is that they've been really poor at the MCG this year. They haven't played well. Yep. But in saying all that, for me, I'm going to put up a unit on the, the plus here on GRS. Oh, you are? Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. good. Yep. I think it's about plus 15.5 now. Yeah, it is. Whether this, this Toby Green decision may change that somewhat.
0: Um, okay, and you're not concerned, because I know you were putting up a bet for the Pies to win the Premiership, so obviously... But you just think that line well, bet, you yes. might might get both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So. All right, very good, mate. Um, it's an interesting game, this one, because I, I, I think the GWS and the Pies' strengths are the same. It's their back lines. So you look at the GWS, they've got that, you know, Davis, Haynes, Heath Shaw, Zach Williams, fantastic down back. And, and they really stifled Brisbane and have stifled plenty of other teams throughout the year down back. Look at Collingwood, Jeremy Howe, Rough Ed, Moore, fantastic. Kept Geelong to a very low score a um, couple of weeks ago. So, and I think both. To, I think GWS probably has more um, capability to score than what Collingwood do. Like, you know, I think we've spoken about it a bit on the on the program about just the connection in Collingwood's forward line doesn't seem to be going great. Uh, Stephenson really helped out, I think, with that two weeks ago. Yeah, yep. He was able to get yeah. off the chain, get on the lead, free up space. Yeah. Um, to go. He definitely didn't help with that, um, and obviously he's not going to be there again. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I'm not really interested in a bet um, in this one in terms of line betting or head-to-head, but logical question without notice is, you know, can you see a game occurring where it's just basically played between the arcs, and both teams are struggling to score, and therefore could you potentially
1: find any total points uh, situation? Well, the, total, here? the total points I saw the quotes are around 145 and a half. Okay, so it depends already, on the weather because there's light. some rain predicted. So yeah, if there was rain, at that level. Yes, but if there wasn't, no way. Yeah. Okay. Well, still very low.
0: Well, maybe I just uh, put up a bit of a prediction that I, I, I'm actually anticipating that this isn't going to be the best game of free flowing football. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be close in terms of you know excitement. Um, in, in coming down to the to the end of the game. Um, but uh, for me here, I, I'm just going to stay out of this one. Yeah, so,
1: yeah, so the forecast is showers, at, but it's one to five mil, so it's not heaps, So it just depends on when. And that 145 is pretty low from a yeah. betting perspective already, so probably yep. have to just uh, stay away.
0: But, uh, but that's my tip for the game, anyway, Logical. I think yep. that it, you could see a game that's played between the back lines. Yep. And we'll just jump straight back in there, Logical, because we literally, just as soon as we stopped talking about that game, we got the news about Toby Green. Very surprisingly, they've given him a week and the week's been upheld. So, Yeah, it's all been a bit of a circus the whole last week, this week. If he doesn't get
1: a week last week, how does he get a week for this week? It's a bit of a joke, really. But Yeah, well, we'll be hearing about that all week. But uh, for me, yeah, I just put the tip up there. For me now, I'll just be waiting to see what the market settles as. I couldn't be, I think I was saying the 15 and a half there, but for me at the 15 and a half no bet. but that market's probably going to move as well probably going to so, get a couple of points. So we'll just 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 wait and see but but for me not not as confident if it was around that 15 16 and a half mark it wouldn't be a bet. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And a, and a real shame and sh- and uh, I guess shock for the for the
0: giants. That's a that's a bad out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, well there it is. All right. It's Brownlow Time Logical. Um, So the way that we're going to go through it and and this for the listeners, we're going to talk about the outright to start off with and just take you through some of the uh, markets there. And then we're going to work through it uh, team by team and just talk about um, who we feels in for some votes and what sort of uh, volume we feel that they're going to be in there for, we can talk about some bets um, that we've potentially already had and um, and potentially some suggested bets as well. Um, yeah, Logical. We'll, anything we you wanted
1: to add? Yeah, I was just say well, a will when we get to the teams, we we'll be moving through it pretty quickly. We'll just be saying okay, we like this player and and uh, whether it's the stats models or what sort of models are predicting that. I will say. Um, in the previous years, I've always had done my own ratings, and this is the first time for a long time I haven't, which is very foreign to me. But we've had access to our good friend of the show, the AFL model. It's given, um, we've got his, his, his voting. Um, plus, I've also got access to a lot of my friends and, who have either stats based models or their own opinion based models. Very lucky to have access to all those, and we've sort of put them all together. Um, and come up with a bit of a, a summary where they really all line up. That's where we, yeah. we we tip up things that we like. Yeah,
0: I've I've got um, I guess just my process. I, I'm not someone who uh, rates the games all years. Typically, what I do is get your models uh, logical, yeah. and um, and then whack them up with whatever ever other model I can get my hands on and then just analyze the bejesus out of them and then come up with my bets from there. So the same thing here, I've got my Excel spreadsheet in in front of me here with five different models in front of me and you've got about another two or three that you're talking from as well. Um, Yeah, as we say, one of the models that we have here is the AFL model. So you guys would know AFL model from Twitter. Um, a fantastic looking product. And I know he was offering that up for a, a very small sum of around about $35. So uh, if you're able to reach out to the AFL model and grab a hold of, of, of his uh, of his model, because um, I, I, I tell you right now, there's more than $35 worth of value stuck in that model. So um, so thanks again to the AFL model for uh, helping us out there and a, and a terrific product. Um, but logically we might, uh, we might jump into it. So
1: do you want to start talking about the outright, uh, how you see that one? Yeah, so the outright, we actually do already have a position because about halfway through the year, I was tipping up Danger when he was at the 450, 440 mark. So he's, he's found his way to favouritism. He's found his way to favouritism. I don't even think part of that tip-up at the state at the time, I don't even think he played necessarily uh, as well as I expected him to, but due to the number of games that Geelong won and, and how dominant of a player is, he has found himself as favourite... I haven't seen many models that don't have him as favourite. But to me, he's still too short. I couldn't be taking him at the 250, 275 that's out there at the moment. The outright is more efficient than most other markets. Um, For me, from what I've seen, probably the player uh, that I like in the outright, not so much in that what everyone has rated him. Some are rating him about a a bet and some are rating him uh, a a small bet but it makes sense to me. Lockie Neal, the Brisbane Lions have won 16 games this year. He's had a very, very high possession count and he hasn't had many other players taking votes off him. So all of that, alongside of the dynamics of how he's gone in every match, I think Lockie Neal's a little bit of value there for, for me. So I'll be looking at him in the outright.
0: Yep, okay. All right. Uh, and is there, any, um, is there any play stuff there or anything like that that you have there for the listeners?
1: Uh, not, not really at this stage. Um, I, haven't, I haven't had a look at... Like, there's so many markets out there, <laughs> so what I'm really going to do is focus tonight on the outright and the team. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right,
0: well, we might roll straight into teams. They're logical. And um, Adelaide is the, uh, at the top of our list. Um, what are you seeing here?
1: Okay, Adelaide. Adelaide, most of the, the models that I've seen here and most of the assessments for me uh, have the, the favouritism swapped around the other way. Matt Crouch favourite yep. and not Brad Crouch. I think a lot of the value has probably already gone out of it. But if I was going to be having a bet on this one, I'd be putting up Matt Crouch. Yeah, it's Battle of the Brothers, the Adelaide one. Um, uh, I myself, the mug, of
0: had, uh, had a go at Matt Crouch. Um, most of the models here that we're looking at have got Matt, Matt Crouch beating uh, Brad Crouch. So at plus money, um, I think that's a bet. We'll keep rolling logical. We'll jump into um, the Brisbane. So we've got Lockie Neal that we've already spoken about there. He's uh, in for 20,
1: yeah. 20 plus votes, maybe as high as 27 votes. Brisbane, um, very hard to have a bet with Lockie Neal at the dollar one. The only one here, the possible bet, I, I have seen some stats models that have Jared Lyons going quite well. Yep. Uh, because Lockie Neal hasn't gone so well. Super coach. Um, and he had some big games late in the season. I, so if you're looking for a bet, then maybe. Jared Lyons around that $26 shot. And uh, and also
0: there's some uh, markets out there without Neil. Um, Zorko is probably the short price favourite there without Neil. Yep. Um, but uh, potentially some of the listeners might be interested in, in a Lyons bet uh, without Neil and a Cameron bet without Neil. But um, but I must admit that's no bet for me uh, right on that one. Yep. Um,
1: all right, moving right along. Uh, we'll jump down to... Um, so we got to Carlton now. The Blue Baggers. Blue uh, Baggers. I haven't seen anything here. Pat Cripps. Patrick Cripps. Dollar One. Can't see him getting beat.
0: Yeah, and there's some uh, Murphy versus Kerno head-to-head stuff out there. Um, but from all of our modelling that that I can see. Um, you know, Murphy's best is gonna be pretty similar to Ed Curno's best and their worst are about the same. So in the head to head stuff, um it's only gonna be a dollar eighty versus you know, two dollars or dollar ninety, dollar ninety. So it's gonna be fairly uh ho hum. So we, we're not in the business of flipping coins. So yep. we'll just we'll just leave that one alone. Um we'll jump down now. This is a this is a really interesting market, logical. Um the Collingwood market. Um in all of the different models that I'm I'm looking off here, um, uh, they're all pretty much in for the same. Um, so you've got uh, Pendles, Grundy, Trelaw, all in for fairly similar amounts. I know your stats-based model uh, has got uh, Trelaw uh, finishing. You will,
1: all the stats-based models uh, are putting up Trelaw. Yeah, um, but then the other models aren't really to me too hard. Uh, Move three along. in the market. Don't, not not going to have a bet there.
0: Yeah, I've I've had a little bit of a go. You can um, pick up some pendles uh, for roundabout. I, I actually saw it last night go up at $7, uh, pendles for highest Collingwood. Uh, that was with the tab. Um, so I just had a little nibble at, at pendles just because he does have the ability to finish higher than, than Grundy and Trelaw. Um, but I think that is going to be a fairly uh, even uh, situation there. So if you're someone that doesn't, like you know, you, you're looking for a more solid winner. Um, for me, at the seven dollars, um, I'm, I'm happy to have yeah. a small nomination on, yep. on the seven dollars on that particular one. Yep, yep. All right, into Essendon. Uh,
1: Logical. Um, are you seeing anything here? Yeah, and again, a dollar one shot. Zach Merritt. So it's hard to. It's a bit of a, an ordinary market, but I feel the models have Dylan Shield going quite well. But I don't know whether I want to take on the dollar one, but maybe you look for Dylan Scheel and some other ways to get with him as well. But Or see what you can get on Betfair later on. You might get a huge price on Dylan Scheel and have a tenner on it or something like that. Yep, okay.
0: Um, we'll. Uh, we'll. yeah, I, I, I haven't seen a, lot, a hell of a lot here in this Essendon market that's got me too excited either. So we'll roll straight into the Fremantle market because I do want to talk about... Uh, about something um, that relates to both Essendon and Fremantle in a, in a moment. So um, the Fremantle market we've got here is clearly Fife uh, dominating the um, yep. the proceedings. Um, next best, Walters. So um, on my numbers here that from the models that I've looked at, Fife uh, in for a potential 27. i um, lowest he could be around that 20 mark and walters around that sort of 11 to 14 mark are you seeing anything different from that those types of numbers no no that sounds about right yep yep um so probably i, I don't know if there's anything without fife that you've noticed uh that would prick your interest well the, the, the without five market he's still too short again He's yeah, 20 or something yeah. yeah okay so so there's probably nothing there that's going to get us too excited um the one thing that I would say is that there is a market that Ladbrokes and Neds have. Uh, they're owned by the same parent company, I believe. There's um, a bookmaker, is that who's, who's got those guys? Or? No, Ladbrokes own them. Oh, Ladbrokes yeah. own uh, Yeah, bookmaker was the old one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so um, there's a market that they have in their groups uh, under Group B. Uh, there's a market there that uh, Merit is the top of that pile. Um He's, he's the favourite. He's a dollar eighty now from two forty in. Um, Walters is the next best there, and then Kelly is the next best after that from GWS. Now, every just about every model that I've looked at has got merit. A clear three votes of Walters. Um, so. Um, it's a bit shorter, the $1.80, um, but I, I'm pretty sure a lot of our punters would be still keen to uh, look at that $1. eighty and uh, and take a, what I think is probably one of the better short price bets um, that I've come across so far. So I've definitely had a go at that myself. Uh, got it a little bit at the plus money, um, but, um, but yeah, I, I'd be happy to put that one up for the listeners. So you're there. just
1: putting up Exactly. You're putting up merit.
0: So so merit in that group, uh, but the group is effectively him versus Walters. So um, that's, that's one that I'd be happy to talk to the listeners about there. All right. We might just keep uh, pressing on through. So we come to Geelong logical. Now Geelong, as we know, danger is the, uh, is the top dog there. And we've got another one there as well. There's a bit there
1: happening with danger. The team market's dead again. Dollar six danger. Um, We've talked about him in the outright. We're on him for the outright. Tim Kelly is one I've seen. He works well in some handicap. The T A B handicap for Tim Kelly was was a good bet that I saw. Um, and also the other one was Mitch Duncan. I saw his over and under. What was around? It? Around thirteen or fourteen and a half. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I don't. I haven't seen anyone that has him going that well. So. That's, that's another one to look out for okay there. and that's interesting
0: that you say that logical on on Mitch Duncan 13, because and, a half it was, I think. 13 and a half under yeah. overs yeah. so you're tipping up the unders yeah, on that one yeah and the the best that I've got him in for here is 12 yeah and his worst is six so yeah. you know all those numbers come in under that 13 and a half so if you yep. can find that under over Mitch Duncan that that uh, sounds like a bet um and just going back to that, find
1: that one at top sport but top sport yeah, yeah
0: okay uh just going back to that tim uh, kelly one for a second there logical so um the handicap it can be a quite a confusing market that one i know i, I just about do my head in every time i, I look at that one because it is <laughs> there's a lot of moving parts to those handicap markets yep. but what was tim kelly's handicap market on the tab if you can remember uh, i can't remember off the top of my head but i can have a look at, at it here We'll grab that up. Um, he's pretty, uh, pretty swifty on the uh, on the old buttons here. Logical. He's done this before. Not his first rodeo. Uh, no, I can't actually see it. No, not coming up. We'll grab that in a minute anyway. Um, in the meantime,
1: uh, logical. We'll. He's uh, plus seven there in the handicap. Plus seven. Okay. But that's just. There's so many others on different. Numbers. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Just. Have a bet on it and forget about it. Yeah. Seven, 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 <laughs> All right. forget. Just, just trying just, to track it during the night's very tough. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so plus seven
0: there. You're putting that putting that one up, logical? Or, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Happy to put that one up there for the listeners. So plus
1: seven there on Tim Kelly at the tab, or if you can find uh, if you can find better. Um, the next one here, we've got uh, Gold Coast, which is a very interesting one for me. Yes. Um, it's it's one of these ones that I really love because there's going to be a low count, so if someone could win this on three or four so it's so volatile yes so one match could get you there one that I've seen a lot of models having quite going quite well and close to it is Took Miller and I think there's over $10 out there available yeah, So, so most, most markets have got Took Miller
0: highest for Gold Coast at $13 yeah. uh, so you can get that at most bookies yeah um, you know I'm just looking at my numbers here logical uh, worst case we've got him in for two best case four and a half and, um, and Swallow does look like he's going to get more than that. And potentially Fiorini gets more than that as well. But it's like by one vote or yep. two votes. So you get an umpire having a funny day. Uh, like you say, that number is low. So the volatility is higher. Yep. Um, $13, it's worth a little poke, I would think. Yep. Okay, good. Um, now, I know this has been a market that has generated a bit of uh, interest for yourself. It's the GWS...
1: Uh, markets here. Yeah, I think AFL model's been big on this all year and he's been big on Jeremy Cameron. Yep. Uh, I have to agree with him from what I've seen from the models out there. A couple of the stats models have been putting up Taranto, uh, so he's probably another one to look at, but, but Jeremy Cameron to me uh, looks like the bet there and I think it's sort of, Around the six, seven dollar range.
0: Yeah, the I think most of the uh, teams betting will will have uh, Canelio uh, at the top of their their teams betting. So Jeremy Cameron's probably going to be the next rung down on, on most teams betting stuff. So
1: in that sort of five to six dollar no, range, actually, or is there's Sh- a lot of this Caniglio, Then there's Whitfield. Then there's Toronto. Then it's Cameron. Yeah. Okay. The thing about Cameron is he's got votes where he's lock. Uh, so you know he's when he kicks the big bags, yep. you think he's pretty pretty solid chance to get it. But then these other these other guys, they've got a big variability about them. So yeah, so so Whitfield on on one of the models is can be as high as sixteen. Uh,
0: that's probably Canelio's peak as well, and similar to Jeremy Cameron. So at the five six dollar poke has uh, probably. You know, probably worth a, a little, a little tickle on that one as well. Yeah, uh, and you, you feel good about that yeah, one? Yeah, no, yeah, yep. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So, uh, Jeremy Cameron, there is the is the tip up there for uh, the GWS Giants.
1: My Hawks, logical. Your Hawks, very interesting one for me. It's the, there's a two standouts. Sicily can come up well, but I don't like him. He's, he he seems to not vote poll well, and he, well, he's always given the, he's given a the lip. umpire lip. lip, and he's also not really coming up in many of the the predictions or the models that I've seen, but James Walpole looks like he probably is a clear cut, but he's at 210. And then the other smoky is Ricky Henderson. I've yep. seen him coming up at $6. So I'll be out of one of those two for, for Hawthorne for me. Yeah, could you make a case for a two-bet strategy there? Yeah, possibly. I'm not really my, my, my that's sort not, of bag. That's not
0: your go, is it? That, but yeah, you could have that. Yeah, yeah okay. So yeah. if uh, if people are wanting to just hedge their bet against the Warple, uh, potentially you could hedge that with, with the Henderson. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm, I'm just going to have a straight crack at the Warple on this one. Um, yeah. On all of the models uh, that I have here in front of me, uh, Warple is outranking, uh, in some instances, Henderson outranking, in some instances, Omira as the closest challenger. Uh, and in another case, Sicily as the closest challenger. So not a lot of consistency for the challenges, but there is a lot of consistency that Warple is the highest vote getter for Hawthorne. So yep. that market has come in a little bit now. I think it's sitting around about the even money with most markets. Um, but for me, that that's that's a bet for, yep. uh, for, for that one. So... Um,
1: all right, Melbourne, very interesting market logical. What are you seeing here? Yeah, I think uh, early on there was a bit of value, value in Oliver, but for me now it seems to have gone, I think, about the 210, 220 range. Uh, I won't be having a bet into that market. You can, you can still think. get some as much,
0: as early as uh, last night when I was having a look. There was still some 325 around for Oliver with Bet BetEasy. Um, let's just uh, we'll have a quick look at that now in a moment. But uh, look, some some models have got Maxi uh, doing quite well, but um, but we know. Uh, I think even last year, Maxi, a lot of people were really talking him up and, he, and yeah. he, he just struggled to get into the early teens. So for some... Well, and they haven't won a lot of games as well, so... Yeah, if
1: the 325 is out there for Oliver, then I'd, I'd be taking it. you happy yeah. to take that? Well, yeah. let's... Uh, we'll just have a quick uh, check of that one now and... Um, it's a two-horse race there. And as you say, Ruckman don't traditionally go very well. Well, especially uh, Ruckman
0: going well when they've lost a lot because normally the Ruckman in a winning team tends to get the one and two votes. They, they tend not to get the three voters. So if they've actually lost a lot of games, it probably makes it uh, potentially even a little bit more challenging for Maxi to sneak into those ones. But, you know, you could argue that. But uh, let's uh, That's see. all right. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, come back we'll, to we'll that We'll
1: move one. on. Yep. Um, and then we're on to the next one. We're on to North Melbourne. Um, for me, I haven't really seen too much there well, the, oh, that stands out.
0: Well, the, the modelling that I've got here is uh, is 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 quite um, up and down with Cunnington and Higgins. You know, some models are saying Cunnington, other model, models are saying Higgins. Um, Their best and worst. Um, is pretty much in for the same. So that's probably one that you just have to stay away from. If you're going to have a pop at it, you'd have a, a pop at the underdog, I think, with Cunnington. Um, but um, but for me, it, there's not really a bet there. Um, probably one that you could have a poke at. I've had a small poke at it just on the off chance that does get up is the Ben Brown. Uh, I think he could get around about $13 for Benny to pop up and, yep. s- and snatch that market. Yep. Um, but that's just a, a small small poke at the
1: uh, at the bigger price.
0: Port Adelaide, logical. Anything uh, yeah, grabbing your fancy a tough there? One.
1: It's another dollar one shot with Travis Boke, so it doesn't really inspire me too much, and nothing I've seen standing out. There's a there's a Port, Port Adelaide without Robbie Gray, dollar seventy. Tom dollars two thirty. But again, um, big discrepancy between the stats based models and the other models, and nothing stands out for me there. Yeah, Boak's Boke's best. We've got him in for around about seventeen,
0: eighteen. Here, he, he's he's lowest around about that fourteen mark. Um, Rockliff eleven, um, Gray nine and a half, 10 mark. So, yeah, I think there's some head-to-head stuff out there with Rockliffe and Gray, but to me, they look fairly similar in that betting. So, probably not a lot of interest in it there for uh, for
1: us. Um, moving along to Richmond, logically, you seeing anything in these markets? Yeah, it's another one, another dollar one. So there's quite a few of these, but so you, you stay away from that. But the Richmond without Dusty market prestia dollar 65 Huli 220 again big discrepancy here between your stats based model who are putting up Huli, and your opinion based model which is putting up prestia yep so for me that's a stay away again Yep. um the only thing is basher does have some upside with these stats based models so you might want to try and find him in some groups or some heads to heads or something the like
0: yeah so a bit of bit of conflict there between hooli and prestia um on the large, I think Hooli probably gets there. Like most of the, the the five models that I have here in front of me have got Hooli going better. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you know, there's probably, there, there's like, a bet at the odds Yeah, at, at the plus, I guess, uh, plus money. Um, uh, pro- potentially a bet there if you, if you really like that one with Hooli. I've had a bit of a go at it, but, um, but confidence has been sapped out of that little one a little bit since we saw the stats-based models uh, for there. Um, St. Kilda, logical. I know the stats model's putting up something a little bit interesting uh, in in this
1: market. You can talk to that. What have you got there? Yeah, I think um, from what I've seen is uh, Seb Ross looks to be the value here. Uh, There's... Quite close to Billings, um, and yeah, so that that to me would probably be the bet because I think you can get around that five six dollar range for
0: him. I think it was even a little bit more. I thought I might have saw some seven or eight dollars uh, out there for um, for the teams betting there for Seb Ross. So, okay. so that's the Billings will be the short price favorite, but uh, if you're looking for a little bit of value there, then that would yep. be uh, that would be the tip that, up that for would, sure. Yep, I like that one. Um, are you putting that one up, logical as a bet, or it's just something yeah, that you well, like? I or think
1: there's, there's here, there's so many bets we could have. I just think we're doing some suggestions. Yep, oh, that'd be a suggestion for me. Okay. Um, it also depends on the price that these guys are going to be able to get at the time. But yeah, and they're you know, there's probably always if you can get uh, have
0: access to a number of different bookmakers on Brownlow night or Brownlow day. Yeah. Uh, that's the ideal because uh, there can be some big discrepancies in the marketplace. Um, which can make
1: a big difference to your bet on the yeah, day. Yeah, and some of these teams can, some of the outsiders can become real value because everyone's multi them, short price, yeah. and they just get shorter and shorter, and the, and the outsiders can, be, can yep. be a good bet on the off yeah, as well. Yeah, no, no doubt. Okay, uh, takes us right into Sydney. Um, what are you seeing here? Yeah, Sydney, is a, it's, a, it's a really tough one. Um, not too much stands out. Uh, the only one I've seen is some stat models putting up Jake Lloyd. Uh, I saw what I saw a stats model that had him going really well, almost winning. But then I've seen some opinion-based uh, predictor, predictors not having him go well at all. Yep. So maybe just a small betting on him at the big odds, but otherwise uh, not much interest.
0: Yeah, I don't have a lot here. Um, Parker looks to be the money, but um, he's short there, so that's that's not a bet. Um uh, Kennedy and Heaney's best could potentially take Parker down, but you got to go. You know, Parker pretty much has to be at his worst, Um, so probably not a hell of a lot there in that Sydney market that's uh, that is catching my eye. Um, West Coast, um, interesting because it looks like you could just about throw a blanket over Shuey, Sheed, Yo, and Gaff. Um, But anything interesting for the listeners here?
1: Logical. Yeah, I've seen a few stats models having GAF go really well. Yep. Uh, Opinion-based models or or predictors don't have him going too badly, but I think he's shortened quite a bit as well. I think there was $4 out there. Now I see $3, which seems about around the mark. So if you could get $4 still out there, I'd I'd be having a little bit of a sniff on GAF. Yeah, and uh, as I said, this market here is
0: pretty... uh, The models are, are saying... They're all crossing over. So some have got Sheed high, some have got Yo high, some have got Shuey high, some have got Gaff right up there. So potentially, if you can find uh, one of those guys at at a big price, uh, that, that may be a bet. I'm, I don't have a hell of a lot of interest in the West Coast market and I probably wouldn't be recommending Shuey. I think he's sixty or something like that. Yep. So I, I probably wouldn't be recommending that. But, some $2.25. Oh, $2.25, there. okay. Yeah. Um, but if you, can get, uh, yeah. if you can get one of those other guys at a bigger price, that may be a bet if you like those, but uh, but nothing, uh, nothing there for myself. And then that gets us to our last team, Logical, um, Western uh,
1: Bulldogs. Yeah, I think um, this is probably actually one of the better ones i've seen i've seen I've quite a few lineup. i'm surprised Bon as short as him that he is i've seen quite a few line up and like mcrae um and i think you can get him around the three fifty four dollars so that's probably one of the best ones i've seen mcrae yeah. yeah and um and from what i can see here in in the models
0: mcrae's best gets bonte Pally's worst by about three votes so there yeah. there is that crossover yeah. um so if you like mcrae and you and you feel that he can get it done
1: over the bont well um there, there, there might be a yeah. little bit there for you yeah and, and like here could be one where I like some of these stats models you can't rely on them completely because they throw out some real outliers but then when they put up someone they can have some good upside so if you can find them in something else with really big value so, so they're, they're, they're all putting up Trelaw, they're all putting up McRae so if they're right you might be able to find them in some groups or some handicaps that are at really good value as well. Yeah okay alright
0: good all right, logical. That's uh, that pretty much wraps up the
1: Brownlow preview. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, one of those ones we could have talked, spoken all <laughs> talks. We could have spoken all night, and you could look. There's so many different markets, so it's very hard to give the listeners a steer. But we've tried to give them a steer and. Yeah, hopefully that
0: information that we've given you gives you enough to be able to uh, sit down and think about the things you like. You probably, in in fairness, and I'm sorry that you have to listen to our voices over and over again, but you probably actually do need to go back and have a listen to to that again uh, and just marry that up with what you like. I know Logical's put up a number of different things that that he likes throughout the program. Uh, In terms of things... um, that we or well, we we just I guess we'll have a bit of a betting recap. So just going back to the prelims, logical? Did you just want to summarise your bets for the prelims? Yeah, prelim? we didn't end up with the
1: Toby Green news. I said uh, just, uh, just a bit a of a hold. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yep. And for me, it
0: was uh, it was a hold on the prelim stuff as well. I. I there's not enough. I've got a lean there to the Cats line, a um, lean there to the GWS line, uh, just because I think those lines are probably both too big, but uh, but I won't be pulling the trigger on uh, those particular bets. In terms of Brownlow bets that I'd be prepared to put up, I, I mentioned them throughout the um, uh, throughout the, the program, but it was that Group B Ladbrokes one that I'm happy to put up there for the listeners. Um, I uh, To be fair, I've had a right crack at that one, um, so... That's uh, the mug's gone bang. Yeah, I have I have had a good go at that one. The Group B merit uh, on the Ladbrokes at a dollar eighty. I think you can still get some blue bet if anyone's got that uh, particular bookie at a dollar eighty five. Um, for me, I've had uh, medium sized bet uh, on the on on Warple, uh, for the Hawks. Um, yep. So I think that stacks yeah. up pretty well across the models. Up. Yep. And uh, and the other one that I, f- I feel stacks up pretty well right across the models and even the stats model is uh, Matt Crouch. Yep. So uh, Crouch to take on his brother and beat that one. So three bets there for the listeners all around that sort of even money mark. Yep. Um, but as you've probably heard us talk about uh, throughout the program, there was a number of different uh, larger prices uh, that we like, so you can get with those in the teams markets, or you might be able to find something in a group uh, that you that you like those ones, um, guys. If you have any specific questions uh, that you that you want to uh, reach out on Twitter and uh, and ask directly, I'm more than happy to uh, to try try and uh, answer any questions that you may have. All I can do is just give you the information. Um, that we have that we're basing some of our decisions off and and then you, I guess, have to decide for yourself. Um, But logical, that's... uh
1: yeah, that's, that's it. That, good, that's good wrap it. up there. I think there's too many for me to give a sort of a summary. So the guys just have a listen and write them down. Have mate. a
0: listen, write them down, guys. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We've enjoyed uh, bringing it to you. Uh, good luck uh, with your betting over the weekend on the prelims if you're having a bet, and uh, and best of luck for the Brownlee. Enjoy Brownlee night. Oh, we love it. Uh, it's our uh, one of our favourite nights for the year. So as we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>
1: Because statistics are the
0: best The best